internet peeps and welcome to episode 82 of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dunn. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And welcome to the final movie of just another Halloween special where we all pick the movie for Halloween, getting on the spoopy uh, train. And we're going to end it with the crazies. And that's ESPN. I'm sorry, guys. Let me t- turn off my phone. And the Rangers lost in overtime. That's great. Ah, uh, so guys, what the hell you been watching or playing, Andy? Nothing. <laughs> On the dock, it just says just YouTube, like a loser. So, who's my life in gaming again? Oh, they're uh, uh they're really good. They're a really excellent YouTube series. Um, they produce documentaries, and specifically, they're most known for their um RGB Master Series, where they teach you and analyze and show you all the methods to get the best possible video out of your retro gaming consoles. I like watching that shit, especially when I'm setting up my video games, which I did. And that's what I'm going to be doing uh, this weekend, I think, uh, when I move, <laughs> when I set up all my shit. What is GameSack? Does that have to do with, like, retro games or... Uh... Yeah, more or less. It's, uh... They're... I mean, in a nutshell, they just, uh choose a console and then talk a lot about it but i was watching all their episodes about um new devices for retro consoles are talking about the ossc the retro tank the frame meister hd retrovision cables pound cables uh the analog st the analog mega blah blah blah, blah. all that nerdy stuff cool and everybody knows Cinemasker, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, of course I watched... They talked about Monster Squad, and I love that movie, so I had to watch the Monster Squad review. <laughs> nice. Zach, I know wrestling. So, anything else? No, you don't. You don't know wrestling. Oh. You don't know shit! <laughs> Mark? No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, yeah, I've been watching wrestling. I watched uh, this movie we're going to talk about, and... Uh, Outside of that, I have been watching a very interesting video about uh, Twin Peaks starting last night. It's very long, and I don't want to plug it. I don't want to plug it because it's got a bunch of spoilers in it. And I know Andy hasn't seen all of it, and I don't know if you've ever seen any of it. So I'm I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. So, (laughs) I mean, it totally fucking ruins everything. You can't watch it. What about gaming? Since I know you game a lot. Um, let's see. Played. Uh, what have I played lately? But play. I've still been playing Parasite Eve two. I'm still kind of working my way through that. Um, played some Yoshi's Island on Super Nintendo. Awesome. And uh, some. Been played WWE two K nineteen because you know why bother to get the new one. <laughs> But it doesn't work. So. Well, since you brought it up, uh, there is a trend going on on Twitter. Uh, fix WWE 2K20. And there are so many funny clips out there that is very disgraceful for a company to put out this game when it's just everything is broken. So. Mm-hmm. Not, not Matt Hardy broken. Broken. Broken! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, me on the other hand, I played a little of the new Ghost Recon before I packed up my uh, PlayStation. Uh, I don't know why there was a sequel. It's pretty much Wildlands with just updated shit. And Ubisoft likes to do microtransactions, so that's going crazy. And we all know about microtransactions here. We hate it. Fuck that shit. Uh, but on the movies and TV side, I finished uh, The Flash Season 1, and I started Season 2. Uh, I got a question. Have you guys read any of the Flash comics? No, only comics that Flash was in. Never, like, his headlining gig. I have. Because uh, I got a question. Which one should I start reading? Because I'm loving Barry Allen, and I'm loving Jay Garrick. So... Okay, well, see, I've read some Flash, but it's, like, a really limited period of time when I did. Mm-hmm. It was, like, when DC was doing the New 52 stuff, and uh, I was reading the Flash books from there. I think I have, like, three trade paperbacks of it. 
honestly, it was really good. It was some of the best stuff I thought they were coming out with back then, but I, I just, I didn't follow through on it. Hmm. Was that right after they did the flashpoint stuff or was that later? That was after. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I've never read any like older flash stuff or any of the really new stuff either, but I can vouch for that new 52 flash stuff though. It was pretty good. Yeah. I might check it out. That's Barry Allen, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's Barry Allen. Yeah, Cause there's so much, there is so much fucking flash, uh, you know, with all the timelines and different earths and shit because he could time travel. So I, I find it funny, but that's all I've been watching was a lot of TV shows Nothing really movie wise. I, I need to get into the Criterion stuff like you guys do. Man. Oh, I'm not into that stuff. Andy is. Yes, I have. I, uh, I they had that flash sale recently, and I ordered three things, and they were the 100th, 101st, and 102nd items in my uh, Criterion collection. I, I have like a few, and like almost all of them are from one director. Nice, yeah. I don't know, just things are getting stale on Netflix and Amazon Prime, where I'm just like, do I do I want to watch bad movies, or do I just want to start buying good movies? And so I'm on the offense of possibly trying a new uh, venture of movie buying and, and watching, too. Go rent Thin Blue Line, you're going to like it. Yeah, I know. Uh, he have been saying that for three weeks, I should just pull the trigger on that one. All right, well, let's get into our movie of the week. George Romero's The Crazies, 1973. Uh, I, I kind of texted in the chat before. I was like, wow, you know, George Romero, his, like, filming, like, every scene is so unique and it feels, uh, it feels weird at times. I don't know how I could put it. Like, you could definitely tell in the... Uh, high school scene where everybody's crazy and shit like <laughs> like they just like got a bunch of extras to go in there and just you know act crazy and look like they're having fun and shit because if you can look at uh, some of the people in there I was just like they look like they're having fun rather than being crazy but I, I don't know a lot of the extras in this movie are in fact just like people who lived in the actual town of Evans, Pennsylvania, and the surrounding towns. And just, I guess a lot of the soldiers were played by high school students because they were in the white suits, so you couldn't tell how young they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to kind of, because this is the original, and then they made a remake in 2010, but we're not talking about that one. Uh, what happened was is there was a virus named Trixie, right? Is that correct? Yeah, and I guess that's the alternate title of the movie. I got a little bit confused about that at first. Yeah, my version did that too. It was like codename Trixie, and I was like, is this the right movie? But it was. Mm-hmm. This movie is on Amazon Prime like fucking four times or something. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, I was actually going to message you guys and be like, which one should we all watch? Because I don't know if it was different or not. But they all had the same time, just different uh cover arts and stuff i picked the one where it's the red background with the guy in the yellow suit i guess i picked the one that just had the gas mask and it said the crazies on it with like the the beige background or whatever the real that's the one one i watched but there's two of them one of them was like zoomed in on the eyes and one of them is i choose the one that wasn't (laughs) yeah me too it's fucking weird yeah um I think what I really liked about this movie is that you had two stories. Like, you had the the group of survivors, uh, which was David uh, and uh, Judy and Clank. <laughs> Clank, what a fucking name, by the way. I mean, it was a fucking kid, Clank. Um, and then they had, like, the, the political side and the military side. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is about, like... Romero's films, but actors are always over yelling. Like that scientist was yelling at like weird times, and the colonel yelled at weird times to me. Oh my god! The whole everybody was fucking yelling almost eighty percent of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, it got it really got on my nerves after a while. Yeah, like everyone was frustrated, but no one was doing anything about it. Everyone Every- was angry about what everyone else was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody was frustrated, and it made me frustrated. And there was, 
there was at times where I was confused. I was like, is this just the town fighting back or are they actually crazy? I think it was both. Like I was wondering that too. And uh, I laughed out loud when they're like, oh, we need to get everyone else. And like someone gets shot in the window or something. I was like, Haha, that's the army and they're losing to a bunch of hicks. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a bunch of scrubs. I mean, they were weird scrubs. <laughs> and then, then there was like an inconsistency of gas mask wearing, where at the point we're like, oh, they're dealing with a virus. They know they're dealing with a virus, but certain rooms apparently they were able to take their mask off and not have the mask on. And I was like, shouldn't you always be having your mask on since you're like in the red zone of a virus? Yeah, they're all wearing NBC suits, but there's not really any reason for it. Like, people were always taking off the hood, taking off other stuff. And, like, the, the one guy's like, oh, I'm taking a piss when he's trying to pretend he's a soldier. And it's like, you can't. That compromises the integrity of your NBC suit, you idiot. But it, it was just for dress, I guess. I don't know. It's dumb. Look, when they put up the, the blue light strips in the doorway, that means it's a safe area. UV light. Oh, and another thing that pissed me off in this movie Every time they would say it, as they were like, "Oh, here's a dose of antibiotics. I have these antibiotics," but then they call it a virus. No, that's not. Antibiotics don't fight viruses. Antiviral medicines fight viruses. Antibiotics are for uh, bacteria. You're an idiot. And they they do it like fucking twelve times in this movie. Well, so maybe people didn't know that in fucking 1972. <laughs> the definition of antibiotic. Man, penicillin was only like 20-some years old at that point. Is that real? Yes. Oh. <laughs> penicillin had only been around for like 20-some years at that point. I think. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, He's going to look it up now. Penicillin. I am. I, I, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. Uh, 1928. Oh, damn. Okay, I was 40. <laughs> <laughs> okay, still, it's it's not been that long like double what you just said <laughs> yeah whatever it's still I'm, I'm we're still in the same fucking century yeah but um what do you guys think of the acting because i thought it was like all over the place there was at times where i was just like wow this sounds like a genuine conversation and then other times i was like it was very hammy and i was like this is very lame like what do you guys think what i expected i uh, honestly a couple people seemed to be really trying to to put in a good performance like uh the doctor did a good job i liked the scientist he's like pissed off he's like why are you taking me to where the virus is i need to work in a lab you idiots like i thought he was an okay actor um and the two main guys were both pretty good they were okay Mm -hmm. there was at times where i was just like clank it's stupid, but I guess that was his character because he he always brought up David. You always had a good you know brain and stuff. Brain, yeah. Was I the only one who thought they looked too similar? I got them confused all the time. Yeah, that's just how it was in the seventies. <laughs> people just people had like medium length hair, and you know they, and they both had the same haircut, and they're both white guys. It's just you know make make his friend black or something. Come on, out here. Ask your dad about it. He lived through the seventies, right? I guess. Everybody just look the same. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, I, I how I uh, differentiated them was David had the unibrow. Like if you looked at his eyebrows, they were unibrow, and Clank he just always had an open mouth because I guess he was a uh, <laughs> because stupid. he's a fucking simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god! I don't know. Yeah, I. Am I the only one that hated Judy throughout this whole fucking movie? I didn't hate her until the second half, I guess. Was that the girl with her dad? No, 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 no. That was, she, I fucking loved Kathy. I thought she was funny and like oh. good at times. But like Judy, she was like a, she was the pregnant lady, the the nurse. Oh, okay, okay. I I forgot her name. Like I gotta admit something about this movie. Like the audio for it isn't great. Mm-hmm. And when there's like so many scenes of people talking over each other and, and shouting and shit, or like they're, they're wearing those masks and then they decide they want to do their the talking in the mask effect and then they don't sometimes, a yeah. lot of the dialogue became like unintelligible to me. 
Like I, I just I couldn't pick out what some what they were saying sometimes in some of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, uh, oh, one thing I want to bring up: the shooting of the guns, no <laughs> no reloads, and they. Sh- <laughs> Some of them... Yeah, man, they fucking work those M1s late in the movie. They're just like, bang, 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 and there was like no reload at all and what was funny is when they were cutting from camera to camera like his gun looked like he was shooting high up compared to where the soldiers were and it looked always crooked and they they shot <laughs> they shot with this like like one hand like why are you shooting with one hand i get it that you want to get the early shot off on them but aim it's it. cool <laughs> Maybe. No, it has to be cool. It wasn't cool. It looked stupid. It's 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 a dumb schlocky sci-fi horror movie. Yes, when they shoot, it needs to be cool. <laughs> pow pow. Um, what do you think of the colonel? Dumb. Yeah, he... <laughs> that's one word. Dumb. <laughs> I I realize that's the point of these movies from around this time is the military's the bad guy, but like the military makes. All the dumbest, stupidest decisions, and it's super frustrating. And I realize that that that's the conflict, but man, they're just so dumb. They're so dumb. I hate it. Everybody's kind of dumb in this movie, really. Everybody makes a bunch of really bad decisions. Did you guys laugh when the scientist came out with the cure? <laughs> He's trying to get to the. I fucking knew that was gonna happen as soon as he left that fucking classroom or whatever. I He's thought. Like, I I, I thought we were about to get overran. That's what I thought was going to happen. But I fucking called how he was going to die too. I was like, before he even made it that stairwell, I'm like, he's going to run downstairs, fall downstairs, and break his neck. <laughs> this is what fucking happened. <laughs> and uh, oh my God. one thing about that scene and about every other scene where you see blood, so fake the blood. It was like a bright red. Seventies uh, movie blood. I'll I'll give him that. All, all ha- blood looked like that in the seventies. It I'm was ham- sure blood in real life that looked like that. That's Hammer blood. Yeah, he's right. Mm. Hammer Hammer Films first popularized that color of fake blood. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what do you think of the cin- cinematography in this film? Mm. I thought it had some good. <laughs> I thought it had some good shots, but like other times, I'll just like this is just Romero, Romero trying to like over direct at sometimes. I, I thought I thought the cinematography was pretty good, but there were some places the editing made the cinematography kind of weird. Yeah, I did not, not like the editing in this movie. I uh, I laughed out loud every time they started talking about a nuclear bomb, and it would like flash to a guy on the phone, flash to a B fifty two, flash to some pilot in the air. I, I laughed out loud every time. It's, it's edited so goofily and silly, and it's jarring because it's like movie footage and then obvious stock footage. Yeah. I, I, it happens like three times, and all three times I laughed out loud. It, it made me laugh, too. I'm like, what's happening? What's going on with the movie? It's like losing its mind. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> when they tried to do that weird incest scene, uh, scene yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Clank came in. He's like, "You sick fuck!" Because like the scene before, he's like, "I don't watch you boys, you young boys, doing anything weird and shit." And he's he's fucking almost having sex with his daughter. And I was like, "I I, I don't know. It felt weird. I I know where they were going with that because you know, crazy. This virus makes you have sex with your daughter. Apparently, I think it's implied he does have sex with his daughter. Yeah." I think he got, if he didn't, he got like 90% there. (laughs) And, um, was he like biting her lips and shit? Because she was like bleeding and stuff at the end of that scene. I don't, I don't know. I don't don't recall her mouth bleeding. There was blood like in her, uh, a little bit in her mouth and then 
in the no-no area. Maybe, maybe her dad was biting her. I don't. <laughs> and then after that, I, I don't know. And then down there, yeah, maybe she's that. Maybe she got her cherry popped. I don't know. Oh god. Um. Then after that scene, like she was chasing sheep around, and then that's when the uh, military came and shot her. <laughs> and that scene was fucking weird too. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, but I I didn't hate that part. Like it was like weird in a way that I think it's supposed to be weird because she's clearly infected like the whole movie and that's that that's where some of the tension comes from is like oh what's she gonna do she's crazy and and I do like that part because they're all like eh, she's she's crazy shoot her no you shoot her and it, it, the camera is like cut 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 look at soldier look at her close up of her eyes close up of gun soldier different soldier some sheep. I, I, that 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 kind of worked because it it did seem crazy and she's crazy and that's the point. And Clank kept on saying, "Man, does she have the bug? Man, you got the bug." Like, man, I got the bug, man. Not another yeah, bug. Man. I'll meet you at the zebra club, man. Just man, I thought you had brains, man. That <laughs> guy. Just... Yeah, he was annoying, and David was good. I want to say at least like ninety eight percent of the movie. The only time I thought he was really fucking stupid is, you know, when he's going back to his uh, wife or fiance, or I don't know what they were, but they were together with a baby. Um, by the cinder blocks. Why didn't he take his mask off to show, uh, hey, I'm your, you know, your boyfriend, your husband and stuff. Like, he was still taking the blocks off. And He did eventually. What is that? He did eventually after it was clear she didn't recognize him. Yeah, but like it took a real long time for him to do that. I don't know. I'm I'm being picky with that, like usual. Look, he thought that she could like recognize that it was him, but he didn't know that he was being like ADR or fucking overdubbed and make it sound weird, mm-hmm. like everybody else does, if they feel like doing it at that time. Because <laughs> that's just I, that bugged me a lot in that movie, where it's like they would do the guys talking through a gas mask effect, and then. Other times where there was just people in gas masks, they clearly didn't do that effect at all. Yeah, like a full like third of the movie has ADR audio, and it's not always gas mask people. I noticed sometimes in a scene, someone will be ADR if they like turn away or something. It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on that scene too, when um, t- I guess two crazies come out with guns and shoot uh, Judy. And the one guy, are we supposed to know that guy, or is just we are supposed to assume that David knows that person? And why didn't he shoot him? Because literally, those two guys shot, you know, Judy and killed her. I, I'm not real sure what happened totally in that scene. A lot because of the editing and stuff and other things. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I thought that guy was a, a different guy. The the guy that sat down when he like appeared in his field of vision and stuff. Because he, he seemed normal. He didn't seem like he was crazy. Because he sat down and then he was like, uh... I couldn't understand what he was saying either. <laughs> He's like, I think he said, "Who's that?" or something like that. And then he just like, I, I think I, sh- I should have turned subtitles on for this movie. I guess I don't know. <laughs> and then he just walks away like. I don't know what we were supposed to feel. I mean, obviously she got shot, but why add that person in there? That that, that felt weird to me. That scene too. And then, um, I guess we'll go into like the normal questioning of this movie. What do you guys like about the movie? Hello. We're thinking. Oh, like <laughs> um, ah. Uh... You know, honestly, I, I don't really like this movie. <laughs> I don't. Like, I, I, I got confused, too, when I was looking at this, and then I was like, oh, was this remade? I was like, oh, yes, it was. And this, because I didn't really like this one, it kind of makes me want to watch the remake. The remake was actually a little bit better. Um, it, it just, you know how, like, modern movies are when somebody's infected with virus, you have to, like, uh, fuck up their skin and shit to look like zombies. Um, yeah. What I like about this movie is that they're not fucked up like zombies, and that's what I think was scary. More scary. Scarier than uh, the remake one. Because scarier. 
<laughs> I like I at first like within the like the first fifteen or twenty minutes, I was still like with it in this movie, uh-huh. and then like through the middle part, it started really falling apart for me just because of how everything is, like in the, how this movie's edited, how everybody talks, like all the talking scenes, all the yelling, and like the unintelligible dialogue, mm-hmm. and just. I, I just I didn't really like it. I'm kind of I was kind of the opposite. Like at the beginning, the movie was starting to feel like a slog because I just don't care about David. I don't care about his fiance and that they're going to have a baby. Um, I don't care about the colonel and what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of I sympathize with the doctor a bit, but they don't develop that character, so it doesn't matter. And then the army starts making dumb decision after dumb decision. And I'm like, well, I don't like anyone in this movie. But after a while, it was interesting because they're like in the woods and they're trying to like escape the army. And I did end up liking the scientist character, the one who's looking for a cure and then gets killed when he gets knocked down. (laughs) Yeah. So like as the movie went on, I I, I was like desperately clinging for I, I want to care about this movie. I have to watch it. So I started finding stuff to care about and. Like I said, some of the editing is dumb, and some of the editing, though, I did kind of like, but it, it's really inconsistent. Really, this movie just made me want to watch um, Night of the Living Dead or something else, like one of his other movies, because mm-hmm. some of the shooting reminds me of it a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It's it's okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's like a three, a two point something out of five, I guess. It's fine. It, it had its moments. Um there's the stuff I liked about it was probably like some of the shooting, some of I I, uh, I really liked um, he's shooting all those soldiers in the woods, which doesn't really make it. Well, no, it does make sense, and I'll say why. But he's shooting all those soldiers in like a one on eight fight, and there's one guy left. No, there's two guys left, and one of them like sees that he's out of ammo. He's like, "Oh, you're out of ammo, aren't you?" And starts walking up on him. It's like, "What are you doing?" And he shoots him with his handgun. That, mm-hmm. that's funny. I like that a lot. But then he gets shot. Um, and there's a few other things I like. Um, it's okay. Like I watched it. I'll never watch it again. I, I, I don't feel like I totally wasted an hour and 40 minutes or however long it is. Yeah. I, I think what I, there were certain scenes where I really liked, especially the part where the daughter is playing the piano while everybody's getting like taken away and murdered in the house by the, the military <laughs> and then get stabbed <laughs> by the mom with the fucking, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did like that part. Yeah, I like that the craziness doesn't just personify in, like, homicidal tendencies. It's like, in that one attack, there's, like, the woman, like, sweeping a field and stuff. It's (laughs) real, like, off-putting and creepy, and it's like the the craziness manifests in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's what's a large part of this film that I actually like about is, like, the the crazies the only thing i didn't like about the crazies is obviously the the high school scene where they got all those extras and it just looked like they were you know play pushing each other around and if we're talking about if we can talk about stuff we hated i fucking hated the soundtrack oh my god yeah it was so weird it's like they're it was like they had several songs that didn't fit the tone of the scene. The, the soundtrack different ways. Them like twenty bucks. Yeah, and then like the last song is like also really weird. Like it yeah. kind of, I guess it kind of makes sense, but like it, it sounds fucking weird too. Yeah, the last song was called like "Heaven Help Us" or something like that. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, I get it, but I don't know. It didn't, it didn't make me feel introspective or retrospective it didn't make me think about the movie as a whole i was just like oh there's a song in this movie finally that isn't obnoxious snare drum and two horns <laughs> in a fucking huge room <laughs> you know this movie should have ended with a nuclear bomb drop like they, I, they, I wish it did i wanted it to i was like oh that's gonna have that's gonna be how this movie ends they teased it for so long and then it was showing like the guy he was the colonel, he was helicoptering out, you know? Yeah. And I thought, like, and it started playing that music. I was like, is this it? Is this it here? Because they said, like, it's spreading. It's too late. You know, fuck, I guess fuck it, nuke him, you know? Mm-hmm. But well, nope, it, it was too late. It was already in other cities. So they knew they couldn't contain it here or whatever. Yeah, let's talk about that scene. 
Are they implying that David was a crazy at the end when he smiled? Because I thought that no. was... No, I don't think so. I think he knows that he's immune to it. And they're like, oh, we can't find an immune person. Should we screen him for immunity? And the guy's like, oh, forget it. And he smiles because he's like, you cocksuckers. You know, he's, you know, he's not going to let them let them know that he's immune or whatever. And Judy was starting to become crazy, right? Because she started like doing that laugh for no apparent reason. Well, I was under the impression she just like pretty much was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when they were leaving the woods and it was clanking them, like it was kind of clear she was already kind of cracking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I I thought the the military was stupid. Uh, I did not like the the yelling a lot. I understand it was a stressful situation, but. There was other characters that were completely calm, and then the others were just like yelling at each other. Yeah, the, the military makes a lot of bad decisions. I I like, uh, I mean, as far as a, a means to an end, fine. But I do like that there is a conflict between, and and, and as there probably would be even in real life, like the, the military tries to like round up people against their will, and uh, like at gunpoint and stuff. Of course, a bunch of people would fight them on that. But it's implied that some of them are crazy. That's why they're shooting back. But uh, if you try to like illegally round up a bunch of guns and suspend habeas corpus and do all this other stuff, yeah, people would fight back. I'm, I'm, I don't doubt it for a second. And here's another thing that kind of like, and this is me always picking on the movie, just overpicking. Like, you would think military would bring in their own food and stuff. Like, there was a scene where the military people like shot an animal and they were like dinner. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> did, did George Romero just want to have, you know, them shooting? Well, he didn't shoot an animal uh, in real life. I hope not. But uh, I'm sure it was more like, I mean, it was it was so that the scene would be suspenseful because you're you're meant to think, oh, they've spotted the the daughter. They're shooting at them now. But it turned, oh, they were just shooting at a rabbit. Oh, I see. And I think it's also like they probably have food, but. You know, you put a bunch of jackasses in a field with guns, and they see a rabbit, and they, you know, what do you think? They also took several opportunities to steal things. Like right. Yeah, fucking walls. Soldiers being like really, really shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's just added on to that, like unnecessarily discharging your weapon, and I mean, it's just a rabbit, I guess, but still, it, it seems like it's unnecessary. But maybe they were, I mean, maybe they did need food. I doubt it. But the guy does complain several times about, oh, I need all this equipment. I need airtight equipment, airtight canisters. I need all this other electric equipment. He whines about it a bunch in the first act. Yeah, I I actually started feeling, like, bad for the scientists because it's like, you need this ID print to talk about in the radio and shit. (laughs) That was funny, though. Yeah, and then, like, he was on the mask, and obviously you can't hear him and stuff, and that was funny. But other times, he... Like they were making the radio guy like annoying, and I get I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to insert a little comedy there, I guess, a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if it was intentional, but I don't know. There was a very few good things about this movie, and then this movie uh, dragged on a lot. It's an hour and forty minutes, which I think is a quite too long of a movie. No, it's a very brisk paced, you know, movie. It's just that the way this movie is, it makes it feel longer than that. Mm-hmm. It was it was okay. The length was fine, I guess. Yeah, so I, I get the impression maybe I liked this movie a little bit more than you guys, but it's not I wasn't in love with it or anything. But you know, it's um it, it, sounds, it, it sounds like you convinced yourself to like it more. <laughs> yeah, toward the end, like I started seeing stuff and I like I really like um I just like low-budget sci-fi action shit from the 70s. It's, mm. it's just fun. It's fun in a way. I like to look at it in kind of a, a meta, like, oh, how did they shoot this scene kind of way. I like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything before we do our recommendations? Anything else? Um, no. 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 <laughs> okay, so I'll start it off. I do not recommend this film. Um, I, I think it's a quick pass, but, uh, that's just me. What about you guys? No, absolutely not. Uh, watch, watch Night of the Living Dead. Fuck this movie. (laughs) 
same. I, I didn't like it. It made me think of, man, I really like Night of the Living Dead. Like, I, I thought that multiple times through this movie. Speaking of Criterions. Yeah. I want to watch Night of the Damn it, you know what? After I do record both of these podcasts, I might watch Night of the Living Dead. So. Yes. Um... So let's get into our ranking, and then we'll do a quick final ranking uh, where we uh, rank the movies in the final list of all three of us to agree on. So I put The Crazies at number three. So I have Night of the Common number one, Video Drum at number two, and Crazies at number three. Uh, we all put The Crazies at number three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach was the only one that was different. He put Video Drum at number one and uh, Night of the Common at number two. Yeah, I uh, I said it last episode, and I'll say it again. I could still err on the side of Videodrome being a number one. I think Videodrome is a better movie, but I think I got more fun out of Night of the Comet. It's you just, like that um, movie better. Yeah, I'm always thinking about uh, best of the worst rules, best for mm. most entertaining for any reason. So if someone was like, oh, which of these movies is the best movie, it would be Videodrome. But if someone said, which of these movies do you like best? Which one of these movies are you most likely to watch this again soonest? It would be Night of the Comet. Mm-hmm. All right. So we could all agree that the crazies at the n- number three. Oh, yes. So for our master list, the crazies at number three. So we have to, I guess, kind of debate what should get the number two spot. Should it be Night <laughs> of the Comet or Videodrome? So, Zach, since... You're the only different one at this point. Try to come up with an argument on why Videodrome should be number one and Night of the Comet should be number two. Um, I There is more substance to Videodrome. There's more to think about in it, and I, it is more apt for repeat viewing because of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But to me, honestly, it's just a taste thing. I like weird, cryptic, shit like that, that that just weirds you out and stuff um and it, it's a it's very much an 80s horror movie too that's i, I love stuff like that mm-hmm. uh it, it's like a tomato tomato thing i don't know that i can really argue against night of the comet because i really like it too so and i it's like yeah, it's it's tomato tomato to me tomato tomato they are both very much 80s horror movies but kind of in different ways I, I like f- weird fucked up shit more, so like that. That's why I like it better. <laughs> I like I like campy, uh, silly kind of stuff in my movies. So none of the comet is why why I went that way. I just I just like I like the absurdity of it being two high school girls. That's that's silly. And I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that movie a bunch too later in life. Like uh, it's gonna happen. It's just that I I prefer weird shit like that. So that's why I have video drum. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch more Cronenberg. You gotta do it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I guess my argument is that I, I, it was weird, but like it, it was beyond. I, I'm into weird, but this was beyond my weirdness. <laughs> that that I was. Oh wow! Like, that I was like, I don't know if I could make this number one. Now on night of the comment, I was really entertained from start to finish, and I liked the soundtrack, yeah. and I liked what happened in the film. I thought it was really, really fun to watch, and uh, I don't know. I guess that's my argument: is that Night of the Comet should be number one over Videodrome. But Andy, what about you? What's your argument for Night of the Comet being number one over? Video? Um, it. Uh, I don't know. I, I just like I said. I, I think I kind of said it when we were first getting into the ranking section. Is it just it was like the most fun for me? I, I can see myself. Well, I've seen Night of the Comet and Videodrome both twice, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm going to watch Night of the Comet sooner than I watch Videodrome again. But I'm definitely going to watch both of them again. It's really close. Like if if both of you had Videodrome at number one, I would have rolled over immediately. I'd be, ah, whatever. Yeah, Videodrome's number one. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and, and again, Videodrome is the better movie. Uh, Zach said it best. It, it's, it has more substance to it. None of the comments not going to make you think a whole lot about um, uh, 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 existentialism and the nature of the soul and 
and, and stuff like that. But Veerdrum has all that shit going on. Night of the Comet is just a fun romp where uh, some girls get Mac-10s and there's some crazy zombie guys and, and the government's evil. Sounds like I'm describing the crazies, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's this movie, that movie's way better than crazies. <laughs> so I don't know how we could, like, I mean, obviously me and Andy have the Night of the Comet at number one. So, like, Zach, you're the only one that's different. Now, either A, you could still keep on fighting it to make video drum number one, or you could be like B, since it's two to one, just make Night of the Comet number one. No, no, I don't want to fight it. I thought I kind of made that clear. It's like I can't really argue against it because it's just it's a taste thing, really. I don't I don't think necessarily that I have to fight to prove video drums better to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he rolled over. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, I go on record saying Videodrome is the better movie. Night of the Comet is the movie I liked better. Night of the Comet has more broad appeal. I'll say uh, that. For goodness sakes, get your friends together and watch them both. Say you're doing a, a Big Trouble movie night, and you're going to watch these two movies that these guys on the internet talked about. And then at the end of the night, if everyone's really drunk and still there, yeah, put on The Crazies. Fuck it. No, watch <laughs> the remake of The Crazies. All right, so I think the final list is pretty much what me and Andy have. Uh, so it's going to be Night of the Comet, number one, Video Drummond, number two, and The Crazy at number three. And that is our Halloween, just another Halloween special. Uh, not really too much spoopy and spoopiness, just a lot of more weird, I guess, and uh, a little bit of comedy. Just a tiny bit. Video drums, Video drums kind of spoopy. It's just not on the face of it. Not quite. If you think about it, it is. Mm-hmm. Halloween's still coming up. If you're listening to this, you still have time. Go watch some spooky movies. Guys, recommend scary movies. Go, go, go. Top of your head. Dracula. Uh, uh, Frankenstein. Uh, the Thing. It. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cinematically, it's horrifying. The Thing and The Shining are my favorite horror movies. Yeah, The Shining's another great one. Oh, uh, uh, since The Shining, you mentioned The Shining, what do you think of Dr. Sleep, by the way? It's not out yet. I'm going to see it, though. I, yeah. I, uh, I know someone who read the book, and she hated it. So I heard it was like a really shitty, like kind of an X-Men thing, but not. But looking at the trailer, and also knowing that Ian McGregor's in it, I love him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see it. I'm interested in it, but at the same time, I'm like, wait, so, like, all the Shiners are, like, meeting up and binding together somehow? I, I don't know. Uh, I guess. Yeah, it's like Stephen King wrote something weird one time or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened. Oh, man. So, since we're at the end of this ranking, that means a new one is dawn or being born uh we're gonna be doing an indiana jones franchise ranking nice easy one nice simple one gonna ease right into it get a nice little palate cleanse get ready for the christmas season little happy trees here and there that's bob ross um but the first movie indiana jones raiders of the lost ark will be next week's movie Make sure you watch that. I don't know if you have the movie in Blu-ray or DVD or VHS, if you're that old. Um, watch it, then come back here, and then... Oh, Netflix. If you have Netflix, you have access to Indy. Wait, Indiana Jones is on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's surprising. No, yeah, it totally is. Like, like a month or so ago, I was putting it on when I was painting minis and also to go to sleep, too. So... You know, it was it was on. I wasn't paying that close attention to it, but I've seen all these movies like fucking thirty times in my life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andy goes to sleep to shootouts and grave robbing. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's our movie next week. Make sure you watch it. Come back here, and then we discuss it, and then we rank the first movie, which usually means it's at number one. Or if we already know about the movie, it goes into certain areas and stuff. But anyway. Uh, I still think that there's going to be some surprises in this Indiana Jones thing. I, I think everyone thinks they know what their favorite Indy is, but I think when you watch them back to back, you start seeing some things you didn't see before. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some news that matter to us. Andy, you said you had some gaming news before we discuss Star Wars, because we usually talk about Star Wars pretty long. 
Did I? Didn't you? Yeah, you said you had something. Oh, no, I meant when we were talking about what we did. I just gamed. I did gaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, um, uh, I, Luigi's Mansion is almost out. That's spooky. Ooh, spooky! <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It is a lot of fucking games coming out. Uh, another spooky game, I guess. Uh, that Stranding is coming out in 16 days. So, mm. finally, we get to know what the hell is going on in Kojima's head. Hopefully, even if we play the game, we probably still don't know what's going on in his head. Uh, I feel like the game's going to let me down, but man, I can't wait for it to let me down. It... I want to do it in hilariously great fashion. I have a week vacation scheduled for the 8th of November, and that game is the primary reason. I'm I can't gonna... wait to get disappointed, is what you just said. I'm also going to paint my bedroom. But whatever, I needed a week off to play Death Stranding. <laughs> Did you hear about, like, uh, there was, like, a mistranslation where uh, the journalists apparently translated that <laughs> you have to wait until half of the game until the game starts getting fun? And oh, it... what is this, Final Fantasy Thirteen? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, apparently he said, like, you know, the, the game gets interesting halfway in the game. Not saying that it's not fun when you start and stuff, but... I have the same thing how Andy's feeling right now. I I love Kojima, but the things that I've seen, I'm hoping because he showed us so little of the game that maybe there are surprises that will happen where I'm just like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. Um, but like the stuff, yeah. that, the stuff that I've seen, I'm like, so you're walking around and getting across America to connect people? I now, I have something to say in support of what you just said, and I have something to say against it. Okay. I'll go against it first, and that is, just for the sake of argument, remember how much walking around you did in, say, Metal Gear Solid Five or three, for that matter. There's a lot of just sneaking from one place to the next. A lot of like not really doing anything, not wanting to do anything. Because if you're doing something, that means you fucked up. Uh huh. So you know, just just you know, grain of salt wait and see kind of thing but then um to your point i really think that what's going to happen is the game's going to come out and we're all going to realize immediately and i've said this before i equated it to george lucas but i don't think it's going to be exactly like that but i think kojima had too much creative control and got way up his own ass and lived there for the last year and a half <laughs> and it's going to be like like, there's going to be parts of the game that are, like, navel-gazy and weird to a fault because no one stepped in and said, oh, you can't fucking do this. This is like a this is like a video game, dude. We, we need something to happen at this part of the game. So I'm worried that it's going to get, like, too kooky at some point. But maybe not. Maybe not. I just that, That's what I think is going to happen. I think we're all going to realize, oh, fuck, he's good, but he's not that good or something like that. And I can't wait until the game comes out to the point where um, all those people who think it's another Metal Gear and another Silent Hill is just depressed because it's not another Metal Gear or Silent Hill. Who thinks that? I don't want another Metal Gear. I want something new. Who thinks that? I've never heard anybody think that. Uh, There's a certain community that think that this is all a ruse and the reason why he's showing so little... Is because when he finally brings out his final trailer, because apparently there's a final trailer coming soon before the game comes out, that mm. it's going to be like Death Stranding, uh, say Metal Gear. Or... There needs to be adjectives in that sentence. Death Stranding, <laughs> Silent Hills. <laughs> then now, oh. I, I did also read an article that said like, oh, there's a there's a difficulty that makes it really scary and it's like, it's like silent hills or something oh man this is the game we would have got no <laughs> it's not you're an idiot quit quit writing this clickbaity <laughs> article you shitbag yeah and i yeah. what you were saying before andy about like kojima getting too much creative control like what really worried me the most is like they were showing like your headquarters base like this room that you're in it's like, oh, uh, Norman's, Norman Reedus' character can drink too much beer. And if you look at his nuts, he punches you in the face. And I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of if you stare at Meryl's tits, though. And I liked that. That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, that's not what we want to see. And I get it. 
he's not trying to show the good stuff. If the good stuff is in the game when we play it, then I'll be fucking happy that we didn't see that in the trailer. But Dubs, yeah. Dubs, you can control his piss string. Um, you can control <laughs> Norman Reedus's piss stream in this game. That okay? means you can, you can piss you on can people. Control it. This is the first game where you can piss on somebody, I think. No, this is, uh, Postal. This is the start of a next generation. Oh, uh, Kojima, oh. Kojima was quoted recently, not that recently. I think it was at Gamescom. Com, uh, he said, oh, there's this this subgenre of video games, uh, Souls-like games that are like Dark Souls. Well, after Death Stranding comes out, there's going to be Stranding-like games because it's going to launch a whole new subgenre and everyone's going to want to emulate what we did with death stranding and i was like kojima shut the fuck up oh we'll see we'll fucking see man <laughs> look the only way this could work is if he like he proved this is the only way he could prove he's a real genius fucking otor video game fucking designer yep this is, is that direction. is that if this this whole thing is a ruse and there's actually like this this whole other layer of gameplay that was like never revealed like or something like that. It, it, oh, that, it, it makes I'm up the majority of the game. There's there's gonna be in like the midway point. It's gonna turn out that oh, the president betrayed you. The president actually controls all the the bad guys or some shit. You know, like, the ghosts in, in the style of Metal Gear or something. <laughs> Scissors sixty one. I did see yeah. the guy who plays the uh, Hardman or whatever was on Twitter like, oh, you should stay off social media so you don't get this game spoiled for you. Kojima crafted a masterpiece. <laughs> so, I don't know. Him saying that makes me think he recorded some dialogue that's about some stupid, big, heavy twist or something. And I know there's a twist. It, like The fact that there is a twist isn't the twist. It's the nature of the twist. Mm. And that's the twist. It's going to subvert your expectations. So he's just going to pour wine on the table instead of in the glass. Yes. Stupid. <laughs> That's got to be the first time we've ever referenced Red Letter Media on this podcast. Oh, ne- no. <laughs> it's at least the second. <laughs> I kind of hope I don't see, like, I don't know, Solid Snake, like when you open up a door or something and he's like a little baby, like a little baby snake. How, how would you know it's him? Is he going to have an eye patch? <laughs> yes. He, he was blind in that eye at birth. <laughs> Google Gaga. Well, it makes sense because Naked Snake had his eye cut out, so when he impregnated people, they their babies would only have one eye. <laughs> this genetic code changed when he was blinded. Yeah, that no, that makes sense in Kojima games. <laughs> I think I took the best path to this game, like like in terms of how I treated it, which was like, oh, he's coming out with the game. I'm going to get it. And then I just paid attention to fucking nothing at all. <laughs> just I pretty much just decided I'm going to get it, and I just didn't look at anything. I knew I was going to get it. Like, he said, I'm going to make a game. And before he said anything else, I was like, well, why that? Uh, yeah, I'm the same thing. It's just what I've seen so far. It's just like, huh. I don't know. Like, I'm worried, but it seems like you guys are a little more worried than I am. No, I, uh, even if the game's really bad, I'm still going to love Kojima. He's, he's a personality that I really like. I like his, like, opinions on shit. And uh, I like his, I mean, I really do think that he is the original auteur as far as gaming goes. Auteur meaning, people think auteur just means, oh, masterpiece. Oh, they made all the best. Coppola, fucking Orson Welles. That's not what what auteur means. Auteur means um, everything they make has a very distinctive they made it kind of stamp on it. Mm -hmm. I think he was the first video game maker to do that. I think if you look at Metal Gear, maybe starting with Metal Gear 2, maybe starting with Metal Gear, but like the, the ones he intended, the ones on the MSX, and then you look at like Snatcher and Police Knots and stuff like that, I think you start seeing his tone and then with metal gear solid he really nails it but yeah. then it's really a shame because then konami locked him in the metal gear solid closet for years and he got to produce zone of the enders Boktai, um the uh, god of war style castlevanias but he never got to like mm, really put his stamp on anything after that as much and i think this is his opportunity to show no, I've had that stamp all along. I've just been putting it on the same kind of paper for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we'll see what or happens. Or maybe he's a hack fraud. I never knew it. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see on November 8th when Death Stranding comes out for PlayStation 4 uh, first. And apparently PC is coming out later. I heard that's a rumor. So. Huh. All right. Yeah, I couldn't play it on PC if I wanted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Star Wars came out their final trailer. Um, and it's like two months until the movie comes out. Uh, yep. The only thing I have to say, well, there's many things I have to say, but the the one point I want to make is Palpatine. What do you think? Do you think he's the real Palpatine that they put him together somehow, or was there like some wacky do Sith bullshit where there's like Sith demons? <laughs> like a... I don't know. <laughs> Look, something something everyone loves to forget about, and people talk about this like it's a bad thing. I fucking love that movie theater or movie theaters, movie studios do this now. If you'll recall, uh, Rogue One is the best example of this. They didn't do it so much as with the solo uh, trailers, but there was a bunch of shit in the trailers for Rogue One that was not in the movie. Yeah. It's famously like she's walking out that catwalk to the controls for the satellite, and like that Tie Fighter appears in front of her and it stuff looked, like that. It looks that so shit cool. Wasn't in the movie. And it should have been smart. They're doing that like really fucking heavy with this. I want there to be. I want that entire trailer to be bullshit. <laughs> and I know. I know. There's a lot of people who get pissed off at that. Oh, why wasn't that in the movie? I love that. That's the best. I, I, I hope they keep doing that. So you've got to remember they're probably doing that here. And it could be like there's that fake out where C-3PO's like, I'm saying, I'm taking one last look at all my friends. <laughs> but I think what they're alluding to is he's going to upload his consciousness to the Millennium Falcon just like the feminist robot did in Solo. I'm actually hearing because you see scenes of him where he has like red eyes and shit where – he's turning on his combat mode <laughs> i'm like what that's stupid no that doesn't happen I... i'm sorry you cannot convince me of that that's dumb <laughs> i feel like jj abrams is gonna do that i i i'm hoping i'm on the only reason why i'm seeing this is because a it's the end of the skywalker saga and b i have to finish it and c I kind of want to see if J.J. Abrams either sticks with Ryan Johnson on his ideas, or does he completely retcon it all? I mean, those are the reasons why I'm seeing it. I'm going to go see it because it's a Star Wars movie, and I have fun when I see Star Wars movies. Like, I, uh, I, I, It's not high art. It's Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I watched Star Wars as a kid. And no one can ever take that away from me. I'm not going to write a fucking listicle about how George Lucas ruined my childhood. That's retarded. It's just I love Star Wars, and I'm going to go see it because I like Star Wars. I'm going to watch – oh, in that trailer, <laughs> in that trailer, you see like a Y-wing doing some cool shit, and you see a B-wing, and I was like, yeah, they're back, yeah. Like the, the kid in me loves all those StarCraft, and that's what I'm excited about. <laughs> But you were saying how, like, Rogue One, they put, like, all these bullshit scenes that were never used. And uh, sure. so are you kind of saying that maybe Palpatine is not in the movie? That somehow it's a, <laughs> it's a ruse? No, no. Too, too many people popped boners over that. That's in the movie. Okay. Do you think that's dumb? Do you think, like, bringing back just for the nostalgia fag- uh, faggot? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, slipping a little. <laughs> All right, we've been delisted from everything. Yeah, um, I didn't mean to say that, uh, but like, God, Dubs, bag it, God. Uh, the fact that you know he's in there is just, I, I don't know. I'm hoping it's fine. Just do something fun with it. That's all I care about. You can, you can, you can bring back Darth Maul and give him robot legs. That's fun. Cool, do it. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I mean, I'm happy for it. I think the the only thing that's like throwing me off is Palpatine. That's the only thing that I'm just like, why? Nobody's ever really gone. No, no one's ever really gone. Han Solo's gonna come back too. Was that a Rich Evans oh laugh? 
No, that was, no that, was that was a Palpatine laugh. Do you want to hear a Rich Evans laugh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess I don't have a lot of things to talk about it. Uh, goes. When's it coming out? Christmas. December twentieth. So Christmas, basically. Yeah. It, it, it snuck. Each each Star Wars movie has snuck closer to Christmas. I noticed. Mm-hmm. So you equate Star uh, Christmas with Star Wars? That's why. Well, they have. I've talked about it on the show before, but they have this dumb scheme where from now until we've all been in the grave for thirty years, every other year there's going to be a Star Wars at Christmas, and the in between years they're going to have Avatar movies because that has the same mystique as Star Wars. No, <laughs> fuck. No. Come, on, no. J- come on, James Cameron, stick the Terminator. You fuck. I wish he'd just do something else. Fucking Avatar was a fad. It was a flash the pan. He should just be a producer. He should stop directing. There, I said it. Controversial opinion. Maybe. I mean, I guess. What has he done since fucking Titanic that was not fucking Avatar? Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Like, the two movies that he directed, like, in a span of, uh, I want to say, 30 years, is is, is it Titanic and only Avatar? Because Titanic and Avatar are, like, the only movies, like, <laughs> in the last 30 years he, like, actually worked on. Because didn't a- Avatar take, like, a really long time? Uh, I think so. No, yeah, he, he was, like, deep sea exploring after fucking Titanic. He was, like, obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he directed it anymore until he went to do Avatar. James Cameron. Um, I don't know. I, I knew he produced some shit. And that's what he should do. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he direct? What did he direct? Nothing. He directed Titanic, and then he didn't direct shit until Avatar came out. Oh. So, now, think about this, though. He made the highest grossing movie of all time, and then he made the highest grossing movie of all time. So, uh, give the guy a little credit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he has produced uh, a couple of things. Oh, he produced that shitty Solaris remake. Yeah. Um, he produced Alita Battle Angel. He produced Terminator Dark Fate. I'm actually interested in Dark Fate, by the way. We know. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I threw a, de- a theory around to my friends, and they all think it's stupid, but I don't care. Um, that somehow the Terminator, because I believe... There's multiple Terminators in this film. Not more than two. I, I get it that there's two Terminators in like every film, uh, besides the first one. Um, but we call it. I think they captured Sarah Connor and made her Terminator somehow, and I think she's gonna be a bad guy. Like I think that's gonna be the twist somehow. It, like, what? What is that? I said what a twist. <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. I think. You, when you're following the supposed good people in the film, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, shit's backwards. They're the bad people, and the Terminator that's been, you know, trying to get you is the good guy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Star Wars Skywalker saga ending. And then we start something new. I'm, I'm just excited for The Mandalorian, a TV show. Yeah, I think I'm more excited about that than I am the the movie or whatever. Still excited, though. I mean, like I said, Star Wars is fun. It's fun for me. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at uh, James Cameron. He's writing uh, the True Lies TV series. <laughs> that apparently got announced in 2018. I didn't know that was going to be a TV series, but eh, that could work. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, everybody, I think we will end episode 82 of Big Trouble Little Podcast. Uh, if you want to cap- capture, if you want to listen to all our episodes on Podbean, make sure you go to nobnetwork.podbean.com. We're also on Spotify and the uh, Apple, whatever fucking program they have now that they're doing podcasting. We're on there, too. Uh, also, we have Getting Some Color on there, which is our wrestling podcast, and we have our Resident Evil podcast which is the nemesis project which we will be doing resident evil 5 hopefully pretty soon i want to get through those two (laughs) games 
<laughs> five and six, because I hate them so much. Oh, I think I think five will not be as painful as you remember. Six, on the other hand, I, I think is painful. I remember five being a fun little jaunt. It is. Yeah, Chris Redfield punching boulders, punching them. Yeah, that part's that part's amazing. That's the <laughs> final boss, isn't it? Yeah, the, 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 sort of. <laughs> it's There's a like volcano sub- and. He's yelling about Chris, and I was like, what the fuck happened in this game? Wesker's yelling about Chris. You're Chris. (laughs) I don't know, man. They they went on drugs or something. (laughs) Well, guys, I think we'll end it. So we will see you next time on Big Troll Podcast. See you later. Thanks for listening. Yeah.